0: That's quite a gospel reading this morning. Well read. Don't you just love those gospel stories that put us in direct relationship and friendship with God on our side? We could just slide through life with no problems, right? I wish I had one of those gospel stories today. But instead, we have this. Everyone who acknowledges me before others, I also will acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But whoever denies me before others, I also will deny before my Father in heaven. Do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace. But a sword. Is this the good news we've been waiting for? (laughs) A sword? I struggle with this. I don't mean just struggle to unpack the words of the gospel. I mean I struggle with this in my own personal daily life. Struggling with with what the gospel reveals about us, what it reveals about me. I struggle with what the gospel reveals about Jesus today. Don't we prefer the an easy, feel-good gospel? A gospel that says, relax, all will be well? I know I'd like one of these today. Sometimes I dream about a gospel narrative that affirms my life just as it is. And then sends me off on my merry way. No doubt I would welcome a gospel that's a joy to preach, and that's easy to hear and comfortable to live with. But that's not what's on today's menu. As the gospel writer tells it, Jesus has taken his sword and he has drawn a line in the sand. The line Jesus draws is a line between our acknowledging him in the presence of others and in our denying him in the presence of others. Not just in the things that we do, whether or not we we read the Bible, say our prayers, go to church, recite the creed, or post Jesus-y, messages on social media. I'm talking here about about how we live. What we say and what we don't say. What we do and don't do. What we explore and what we cover up. The policies that we enact or support and the ideas behind them. I'm talking about where and, and with whom we take our stand today in the light of the gospel. Jesus isn't the only one who draws lines. There are other lines in the sand, too. Some lines have been drawn for us by others, and some lines we've drawn for ourselves. They're not hard to see. They're all around us. Look at some of the lines that have have been drawn. They're going to sound familiar to you lines around our heritage of racism, around the place of Confederate monuments in our communities, around who is and who isn't welcome in America today, and why. Think of the lines that run through, through poverty, violence, and injustice, and the lines that run through people who are hungry and sick, homeless, and through those who lack access to education, health care, and justice. What does the line that Jesus drew have to do with these situations? What do those situations look like when when we acknowledge Jesus' presence in them and when we deny Jesus' presence in them? I wouldn't be surprised if right now at least some of you may be thinking the Preachers kind of crossed the line here. Uh, it's, yeah. uh, gone from preaching to meddling, uh, leaving the gospel behind and switching over to politics. And I, you know, I wish it were that easy to avoid the central challenge of today's gospel, but it's not that easy. Not when we're challenged to be all in or all out on which side of the line in the sand we're on. If Jesus can say, Whoever loves father or mother than me is not worthy of me, and whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me, might he not also challenge us in other ways as well? For example, Whoever loves Mr. Trump and the Republican Party more than me is not worthy of me. Or, Whoever loves Mr. Biden and the Democratic Party more than me is not worthy of me. Well, let's bring it even closer to home. Or whether, or whoever loves his or her own position, opinion, or agenda more than me is not worthy of me. The line Jesus draws with his sword intersects. Every one of these issues. It intersects the lines you and I see being drawn in our communities. The line Jesus draws runs through your life and my life. It runs through our national consciousness. It runs right through our thoughts, words, deeds, and relationships. For Jesus, there's only one line in the sand that matters. It holds us accountable for a singular set of values. A particular way of being, an immutable truth that we either acknowledge or deny. And that's why I struggle with today's gospel. Because we can't straddle the line. We can't balance things out and move it a little bit closer to our comfort zone. We can't put one foot here and one foot there. There's no middle ground on which to stand on one side of the line in the sand or the other. And we can't gerrymander the line itself to make life easier. If you want to know where Jesus stands, what he stands for, and with whom he stands, don't look in the high places. Look for the places of brokenness and unease in our midst. Look for moments of love And justice, compassion, peace. Look for people who are hurting, who are marginalized, who are oppressed, who are devalued. That's where we see Jesus drawing a line in the sand and taking a stand. What lines are being drawn in the sands of your life today? What's being revealed to you? What's being revealed to us? What's being asked of us? Are we acknowledging Jesus' actions in our lives? Are we ignoring him? Are we denying him? In the Jewish tradition, there's a collection of ethical teachings. In one of the teachings, the rabbi says this, it is not your responsibility to finish the work of perfecting the world and neither are you free to back away from it. Let me me just say that again and let it sink in. It is not your responsibility to finish the work of perfecting the world, but neither are you free to back away from it. I extend that reminder to each one of us this morning in our own context. It is not our responsibility to finish the work of perfecting the world, but neither are we free to back away from it. When you look at the lines Jesus has drawn in your life today, where do you stand? For what do you stand? With whom do you stand? Whatever you need, ask for it. God is here. Whatever you need, wait for it. God hears us. Whatever you need, expect it. God is on our side. Amen.